Hello, and welcome to Mercury in the Eighth, a weekly astrology podcast hosted by me, Lexi, of Alexandria Astrology. Every Sunday, I'll bring you the astrology of the week and let you know how it may impact your life both personally and professionally. In true eighth house fashion, I'll get deep and explorative about how we can use the astrological energies surrounding us to incite transformative healing in our lives. Let's dig in. Well, hello there, and welcome to another episode of Mercury in the Eighth. Today, we will be talking about Monday, February 3rd, on to February 9th on Sunday. So it's actually a pretty um, quiet week. There's only about one, two, three, four transits that we're actually going to talk about today. Um, but you know, let's start off with the new segment that I'm thinking about playing around with and talking about what, you know, last week brought in a real life example. Honestly, uh, the biggest thing that really happened for me, and I kind of put it out there on social media, uh, talking about the, what the new moon brought for me in terms of looking at my money and my money mindset. Um, and just just these money mantras that really popped into my head about how I really want to approach money as a whole. And just for a little bit of context, um, Aquarius, the Aquarius new moon is in my second house or was in my second house. So really addressing money, point blank. And the funny thing about the universe is that once you make any kind of declaration or um, intention or something that you feel very strongly about that you want to create or change, you know, whatever it is, the universe will test <laughs> almost immediately. So, so I put out that money mantra post. If, if you follow me on social media, you probably saw it. And pretty much within a couple of hours, I was faced with a money decision. Uh, I have an opportunity to invest in something for myself and my business that was going to, um, that could really, you know, promote great growth within my business and just how, how I run it, how I run it as a projector. It's very, um, the opportunity is very human design specific and it's not cheap, <laughs> but I just, just put out there, I just claimed that, you know, I, I really want to take this mindset of making money as easy. Um, I am very creative with the way that I make money. I'm financially abundant. And then here we are, universe says, okay, let's test that theory out. Do you really believe that making money is easy? Do you really believe that you are financially abundant? Because if you did, you just might make this investment. So I'm still sitting with it. Um, I definitely have not made my decision yet, but, you know, I just find it very funny. And I'm sure that you have similar experiences where you have, you know, put something out there. You, you, maybe you are an affirmations kind of person or a mantra kind of person. So, you, you know, you say these things or you write these things over and over. And then here we are with a, an actual test. Let's see what you, um, if you really believe those things. So again, you know, I would love to hear your feedback on, um, you know, the past week or whatever's going on in your life. Um, so send me um, an email or 
a private message or a message on Anchor and let me know how have these energies played out in your life. Please add your birth information, birth date, time, and location. I definitely will not publicize that, but I would like to look at the chart and see how um, how astrologically it's it's playing out for you. And I would love to share your story um, if you would let me. So, okay, let's get into the actual astrology of the week. And the first thing that we're going to talk about is Mercury moving into Pisces. So this is um i like this transit to be totally honest with you um mercury and pisces is a really fantastic opportunity to tap into your intuition anything pisces related is um, an intuitive opportunity so we currently have venus in pisces and neptune has been in pisces for quite some time and so mercury is moving into pisces making way for the pisces season um, because soon enough, the sun will join, um, will join up the Pisces Mercury. So again, this is a really good time to tap into your intuition. It is a great time to think about the mystery of, of the world, of what you're doing, about looking through, looking into the depths of what's going on. Um, it is also a very imaginative time. So just if if you're not aware, Mercury really does govern our communication, our mind, how we intellectualize. And the Pisces energy is so free-flowing. And it's not great with detail, per se. And that is actually kind of beautiful because it allows you to really see the nuance. It, it allows you to see the gray area and not just look at it black and white, but where's all the gray? On when uh, and that actually occurs on Monday the third, so so tomorrow if you're listening to this today on the second. Um, so Wednesday, we will have Mercury making a sextile to Uranus, and again we've seen this transit. Um, excuse me, actually we just saw Mercury square. Uranus um, just a, a week or so ago. So this is kind of similar energy, but this is a little bit more harmonious. The sextile is a very positive connection. So the Pisces energy of Mercury and the Taurus energy of Uranus flow very well together. They're both, um, they're both more receptive signs. Um, so the, the Pisces energy is very watery, and as we know, the Taurus energy is very earthy. So again, there is that energy about speaking freely, having some radical new ideas, for example, um, having progressive ideas. But this is a little bit different from the Mercury and Aquarius square to Taurus, to Uranus and Taurus. Um, because it's not so much about being totally rebellious, being totally out of, um, you know, being extremely unique. It's, it's not necessarily that anymore. It's more about, is there something that we really need to bring to the forefront um, that, is, that is kind of different, that is um, a little bit more attached to our feelings and a little bit more attached to our intuition and our intuitive body so there's something more in our emotional body that we can actually 
bring to the forefront and it has a really great chance for survival. Um, Uranus and Taurus is definitely more concerned with the longevity of new ideas. Is this new idea worth it? Can it sustain um, for years to come? So that's a lot of what uh, might come out of this sextile with Mercury is some intuitive new ideas that actually have the chance to sustain. Now on Friday the 7th, Venus will move into Aries. So we're starting to move away a little bit from that Pisces energy. And the Aries is the sign of the self. It is, an, uh, it is a leader. It is an initiative kind of energy. And Venus is, it rules over love. It rules over money. Um, and, a, and it even has some input on abundance as well. So when Venus moves into Aries, the very first thing that I often think about with this transit is it is a great time to start initiating self-love and, and really expressing the love that you have for yourself. Um, it, it's almost like the perfect self-care transit in a way. Um, and it's really, it's not necessarily like let's get all comfy and cozy in a bath or, or on the or on the couch with all the blankets and, and a hot cup of coffee or, you know, whatever your drink of choice is. It's more about what do I actually want to achieve? What do I really want to be known for? And I'm going to give myself permission to go after that. It is a very passionate transit. Aries is a passionate sign and that is something that isn't always remembered I feel like with Aries but the funny thing about the passion of Aries is that's actually what gives Aries a lot of the typical impulsive types of qualities. Aries gets a really bad reputation for just you know steamrolling everything being impulsive doing this and then going over there and then you know just kind of being all over the place and being a force to be reckoned with. But honestly, it's because there is a strong passion in regards to whatever that thing is that they're going after. Even though Aries is kind of impulsive, it has a very high stamina. So Aries will often win just because they're, they end up being the last person in the race because they are in it to win it and they're going to do whatever it takes to win. And a lot of times that just means being the last person standing. So with Venus moving into Aries, again, great time to honor yourself and to get reacquainted with your true passions and to really find a way to work towards those. Also, Venus in a business sense, also in a personal sense, it, it does... Um, have a lot to do with our values. So this would be a really great time to get extremely clear on your personal values um, or your the values that you hold for your business. Maybe they're the same or maybe they're different. That's fine. Whatever is true to you, this is a really good time to be very clear on those. And if you need to do a fresh start with them, um, Aries being that first sign of the zodiac, this is a great time to have that fresh start in regards to your values. What do you value? What does your business value? You can use those to process your 
your decision making through. If there's something that's coming into your outer reality that you're considering, does it qualify according to all of the values that you have set for yourself? Is it going to honor those values or is it going to go against those values? If if it goes against those values, it's easy, clear cut. No, we're not doing that. But if it is like, yes, this totally resonates with me and resonates with my values, then there's a higher likelihood that that is a good decision for you or for your business. Now on Sunday, we have a full moon. So it is the Leo full moon. And full moons, if you're not aware, are a great time for a few different things. First off, this is the time to really show off and to say, hey, look at what I created. Look what I have done. It is a time for celebration to really say, this is what I have achieved. This is what I have been working for. And finally, I get to take a break and say, I'm so proud of myself or my team or my business or whatever. Um, but it also in that same vein is a great time for you to release anything that is not serving that overarching picture or that overarching goal. So this particular full moon, I want to actually take you back to 2018. In 2018, you might recall we had the total solar eclipse in August of 2018, and that was within the sign of Leo. This also means that the North Node was in Leo during that time. And so I want to take you back to this because essentially this Leo full moon is an opportunity for you to really check in on your progress with that North Node energy that happened just a couple of years ago. The North Nodes on a mundane level, which is kind of a gross word <laughs> for, um, you know, on a collective level, I guess mundane isn't necessarily a gross word. It's more just like a, that's really boring. <laughs> um, but mundane simply meaning the collective. Um, so on a collective level, when we are looking at what the North Node is doing. It is asking us as a collective to move toward this direction, to really embody that from on like a destiny type of level um, where we are facing uh, some, some comfort zones, some, some areas where we find great comfort, but those areas are also what's going to hold us back. And the North Node is actually the answer of what do we need to remedy that? And with the North Node in Leo, it is very much about, and we've been talking about this for the past couple of weeks because of all this Aquarius energy. Like I said, or I might not have said it on this podcast, but a lot of the, the opposite signs have something that tie them together. And the Aquarius-Leo axis very much is about identity and about the collective. So... When the North Node was in Leo, it is asking you to find your identity. How are you different from other people? I want to go ahead and provide um, essentially a list of, for every single sign, where that North Node was for you when the North Node was in Leo. And I really want you to sit with that and 
and decide what was, or not necessarily decide, but take that opportunity to look back what was going on in your life during that time and what was, what was coming up for you. What was the North Node really asking you to do? Were you faced with some decisions? Were you faced with opportunities that would um, make you essentially decide who you are? How are you an individual? How are you different? Um, it also, and, and in some ways, is going to challenge your traditions. Leo is quite a traditional sign, as opposed to its opposite of Aquarius, which is not very traditional. Um, so, so that Leo energy is also making you consider what are your traditions? Do you believe those traditions still? Or do you need to alter them? So let's just walk through the signs here real quick. So this is, for one, where the North Node was in 2018 when we had that total solar eclipse. Um, and now this is also where the full moon is occurring for you. So just uh, you know, a little reminder here, this is where we can A, so just a little reminder here, this is where we can, for one, celebrate the achievement that we have made in this area, and then two, release anything that doesn't actually serve that goal. So let's start with Leo. So Leo, that North Node energy from 2018 and this full moon energy is in your first house of self. So, and this is going to be for sun signs and rising signs. Sorry, I forgot to preface that. But this is the first house of self. So looking at everything that I had just said, looking at your identity, looking at your sense of self, who you are, who, what you stand for. For cancers, this is your second house. Second house of money, possessions, values, um, your personal finances. Gemini, this is your third house of communication, the mind, uh, mental, um, mental workouts, if you will. Um, this is also your neighbors and your siblings. Taurus, this is your fourth house of home, um, private life, family. Aries, this is your fifth house of fun, creativity, zest for life, romance. Not necessarily um, the romantic, like the, the marriage type of romance necessarily. It's more of like, um, I'm going to get that. Pisces, this is your sixth house of routine, health, wellness, um, daily work, um, not necessarily the overarching career, but what you're doing within that career on a daily basis. For Aquarius, this is the seventh house of partnership, one-to-one -one relationship, whether that's romantic, platonic, business, whatever it is. Um, for Capricorn, this is the eighth house of joint finances, intimacy, merging, for Sagittarius, this is the ninth house of mental exploration and travel and um, spiritual spirituality as well. Um, search for God, if you will. For Scorpio, this is the 10th house of career. 
and public life and legacy. Libra, this is the 11th house of community, friends, hopes, and dreams for your future. For Virgos, this is the 12th house of mental health, um, spiritual, like the deeper spiritual concepts, um, maybe even separating yourself and actually um, recharging on a deeper, much deeper level. So take all of that, um, just find your sign. And, and understand what house it's really um, activating and look at what did the, those north node, that north node transit bring up for you? Have you worked on that area at all since then? And then this full moon is an opportunity for you to really say, yes, I've been working on it. I've, this is what I've achieved here. And this is what is no longer helping me in that area anymore. If this isn't something that you've been super focused on, then this is a good check-in to say, okay, what is going on in this area? And what do I not like about it? So what do I need to get rid of? Okay, so that's pretty much everything that's going on this week uh, for the most part. Um, if you have any questions or you want to, or if you want to share any of your experiences or your stories, please hit me up. would love to hear from you and let me know if I can share it um, on the podcast. I would love to, and I, I'm sure that other listeners would love to hear from, you know, hear from you as well. So I hope you have a fantastic week. I know personally here at our household, we're preparing for the Super Bowl. And uh, hopefully everybody has a great time. If you watch the Super Bowl, I hope your favorite team wins. And if you don't, then I hope you have a fantastic Sunday. All right. Have a wonderful week. And I will be back soon. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe on the podcast app of your choice. Leave a rating and review on iTunes. Share with a friend. Or leave me a message on Anchor. You can always find me on Instagram and Facebook at alexandria.astrology or at my website at www.alexandria-astrology.com. Thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful week.